0: Daily with Jason Mertedas, an epic comeback edition of Flyers Daily.
1: Great puck movement. Here's Gouturier. Rip the shot. He scores. Sean Gouturier from the left circle. Tied one up and has his sixth goal in eight games. And on the power play, the Flyers get on the board. Loose puck all alone in front with Lindblom and Giroux scores. He stopped. Lindblom but he couldn't stop the captain and Claude Giroux's got his second goal in 18 games and Philadelphia makes it a 3-2 game into the corner turned it over to end into the slot here's Giroux with a shot he scores Claude Giroux had a man cut in front of the net that was Scott Lawton and the Flyers have tied the score with three unanswered goals after Pittsburgh took the lead now Lindblom steals in the right circle, trying to throw it at the net. Bouncy puck off a man. Lose puck, they score! Claude Giroux gives the Flyers the lead with his second goal of the period. And Philadelphia is up 4-3. One face-off win here might be enough. Giroux can't win it cleanly. A shot to the net. Oh, covered up and a scramble by Elliott. And the horn sounds. And the Flyers, after spotting the Penguins a 3-0 lead, come all the way back with three in the third and beat the Penguins 4-3.
0: Wow, what a game. What a game. That is not the way you want to go about winning games. That is not the desired or prescribed method to success in an NHL season. But when you find yourself in that situation where you come out and you get just jumped, and and the Penguins just jumped the Flyers, and the Flyers weren't ready for it, and the Penguins get out to a 3-0 lead less than four minutes into the game with... Three goals in about two minutes and 36 seconds. It's how you respond. It would have been really easy for the team to just tuck tail. We didn't have it tonight. I could almost hear the press conference in my head. We didn't have it tonight. They came out early. They got us. We couldn't get anything going. It's the long season. We'll bounce back from it. All the, you could hear all those things. But that's not what happened. The head coach, Elaine Vigneault, called a timeout. The timeout calmed the team down. You you heard about that multiple times in the post-game availability. And we're going to hear from uh, Claude Giroux and Sean Couturier in a couple minutes, but we're going to hear from Scott Lawton, who's going to join us in, in a moment as well. But instead, they calmed down. They started to grab the game, grab the momentum, dictate the terms, do the things they needed to do, get in on the forecheck. check, get pucks deep, put pressure on the Penguin D. Eventually, they get the goal on the power play, the Sean Couturier goal, to make it 3-1. to one. Then you go to the locker room, down two and not three. Now, why is that a big difference? You're still down, right? No, but the difference is, is that you did answer, and you had something to show for it. So they go into the locker room. They're down two. Come back in the second period, dictating the terms once again, territorially winning the battle uh, on the ice. Yet yeah, Penguins had some chances, and Brian Elliott, after giving up three goals, none of which were his fault settled in, made some really big saves, and you need those kind of saves in a game like that to come back. Because if he lets in one other goal, it's deflating. If you're battling back and then one gets by him, then likely your comeback is over. But that's not what happened. He gave you the big saves at the key times when you needed it, and the Flyers get a goal in the second period by Claude Giroux. Now you go into the third period only down a goal, and you've basically, at that point, Say twelve minutes of the final twelve minutes of the first period, and most of that second period, you were the better team. And then you, knowing that, you go back, come back out in the third period, knowing that you've been the better team for the majority of the game, despite the fact that you're still down by a goal, and you continue to do what you've done over that period of time, that thirty-two minutes. And that's exactly what they did in the third period. And the captain of this team, Claude Giroux, is so underappreciated uh, in this city still. And this is what leaders do. You can't do this every game. No leader can do it every game. But this was a big moment for this team, not only because of A, they they dug their own hole, but B, what it means in the standings, C, who it was against, and D, how it happened. This could be one of those moments, and I don't know, it may not be, but this could be one of those signature moments where it's a learning experience, and it's also now part of the team's identity. I always say that a team without an identity is a rudderless boat going nowhere. You need an identity. Sean Couturier talked about it uh, after the Buffalo games, says, we're a hard team to play against now. And again, they peppered uh, the, the Penguins with 35-plus shots again. They are becoming a difficult team to play against. Even though they lost 5-2 on Tuesday, they were still a difficult team to play against in that game. They carried a lot of offensive zone time, got a lot of pucks to the net, only scored twice, lost a game. That happens in hockey. But they're becoming a difficult team to play against. And this kind of win is a resilient win that is one of those where you can say— hey, we were supposed to lose that game, but because we're difficult to play against, because we stick to the process and we work hard, we got back in it and we won it. And not only did they win it, but they won it in regulation, therefore not giving the Penguins a point. So what does the win mean? What does it mean in the standings, right? That's the big thing because it is tight in the standings. So let's take a look at the updated standings after last night's action. And there was a couple, of three games, in the East Division in action last night. So six total teams. Uh, Still, the Capitals are at the top of the division with 30 points. Uh, They have a record of 13-5-4. They're tied with the Islanders, who got a win over Buffalo. So those two teams each have 30 points. The Caps hold the top spot because they've played one less game. They've played 22. The Islanders have played 23. With that win, the Flyers move up to the third spot, tied with the Bruins in points, each with a record of 12-5-3. But the reason why the Flyers have the the tiebreaker and they're the third team is because they have 12 regulation and overtime wins, while the Bruins only have 10 regulation and overtime wins. That's the first tiebreaker. And the Penguins still in the fifth spot with those 25 points. So if you lose that game, you are now in the fifth spot. The Penguins have jumped over you, and you're still behind the Bruins. But with that comeback win, you not only move ahead of the Penguins— and you have two games in hand on the Pittsburgh Penguins, but you also move ahead of the team that's been your nemesis all year that you're 0-3-2 against, and that's the Boston Bruins. So it's a, it's a monumental win and such an impressive comeback. And five minutes into that game, I was ready to put a Help Wanted poster out for somebody to do the intermissions. <laughs> I didn't want to do it, but they turned it around, and they came all the way back, and they got the job done. And I can't say enough about what a few of the players did. Before the game, Elaine Vigneault made a lot of changes to his lines. Didn't have Joel Farabee because of COVID protocol. Sidney Crosby comes back. So you have those two things going. But Elaine Vigneault, it's almost like he put his lines in a blender. Couturier with JVR and Jake Voracek. Second line, Kevin Hayes with Travis Konechny, who hit two posts in the game, and Scott Lawton on the wing. Didn't move Scott Lawton to the middle. Moves Claude Giroux to the center position on the third line with Oscar Lindblom and Nicholas Albae-Kubel. Huh? Right? As I tweeted out the lines before the game, nobody knew what they were yet. People are going, what is, what's going on here? What is he doing? And then the third or the fourth line, Nolan Patrick back off the wing, now in the middle with Connor Bunneman and Michael Roffel. And I thought Patrick played his best game of the year. And you look at those lines, and while they were head scratchers at first, that line of Giroux, Lindblom, and Nicholas Albe kubel accounted for two goals, including the game winner. Oscar Limblom had his first three-point game of his NHL career. Claude Giroux had two goals and an assist, a three-point game, for his 59th career game of three points or more, and his third this season. How about Scott Lawton? We're going to talk to him in a second. Scott Lawton, a career-high 10 hits, huge goal. He's never had more than six hits in a game previously. This is a team that willed itself back in the game. All right, let's get to Scott Lawton right now. He joins us on Flyers Daily. And Scott, that's a win that I'm sure as a team can mean a lot for you.
2: Yeah, it was big for our group, I think, uh, to come back in, in the fashion that we did. And um, obviously, when when you're down 3 uh, nothing early, it's uh, it's not a great feeling. But uh, I thought uh, we did a good job um, getting pucks behind their D and, and uh, making them turn and um, that's what happens. We we just uh, went to work and um, created opportunities for ourselves, and and uh, that's a, a huge win for our group and and exciting to uh, get back at them Saturday.
0: What was said? Uh, you're not going to tell me what was said in the timeout, but what was the sense after the timeout from you guys, in particular when you scored the first goal to get back in it?
2: Yeah, I think it was just uh, to calm down, and relax. I think uh, kind of got to tip your cap at uh, some of those goals. Uh, they they made some good plays and um, they, they come out hard in in their home building. So, um, the way we, we came back, I think we just had to calm down take a deep breath and, and, uh, stick together. And that's, uh, what the guys did tonight.
0: Uh, can you take a win like this and learn something from it and, and really get something out of it because you get down and then you're able to battle all the way back and come away feeling good, knowing all as well as it ends well, but that's not the way to do things.
2: Yeah, uh, I think so, and and uh, we haven't had many of those this year, so um, I think it's nice to to come back in the fashion that we did. Uh, two huge goals by G, and and uh, nice to see him get rewarded, and um, just uh, a good win overall for our group, and, and and something to build off of.
0: Lots. That's a hard game to fall asleep after, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it's gonna be a uh, <laughs> it's gonna be a tough sleep, but uh, try and get a meal in. Inya and uh, recovery and and, uh, get back at them. Uh, I think uh, the way we are uh, staying in the hotel, it's it's easy to get recovery, and and, uh, the guys will do our our best and and,
0: uh, be ready for an afternoon start. you got an afternoon start on Sunday. You're back at it on Sunday. Lots, thanks for taking a few minutes. Appreciate it. Uh, Congrats on the win. Congrats on the goal, and we'll talk soon. Thanks, Jason. Thanks to Scott Lawton for joining us on this episode of Flyers Daily. But let's get right now to the captain's media availability after the game. Here's Flyers uh, center Claude Giroux and Sean Couturier.
2: Claude, what was um, what was it like pregame? Um, you know, Av mentioned about all the lines that he had to juggle and and everything else that
3: was going on. You have the slow start. What what was the feeling like after you guys went down three nothing? Ah, yeah, I think uh, we had a few mistakes, and that's why they they were up but I think overall we weren't uh, weren't playing that bad and uh when they got that third goal I think we we started playing the way we wanted to and uh we had our chances and when we had our chances is uh it went it went in so like Cootsie said I think the first 5, mi- five minutes it wasn't that great but uh uh then we started playing our game
1: a game like this against a rival, you guys obviously lost them a couple nights ago, you go down, you come back. Is this the
0: kind of game that can be even more important than just another game in the trajectory of a season?
3: I think so. A uh, shortened season like this, and uh, obviously you look at the standings, and a lot of teams are there, are pretty tight. And uh, for us to make the playoffs, we, we need to win games like tonight. So um, I think the way we uh, we we answered tonight, we're down 3 nothing. it's a... I think it's our first comeback win this year, so um, it's good to know that we can do it, and uh, and uh, that's how we need to respond in a, in the future. Hey, guys. Uh, this is for Sean. Uh, Sean, how important was that timeout to sort of just recollect yourselves, regroup? It seemed like Vino's message uh, did the trick too. Yeah, well, I think it was just to uh, calm everyone down, uh, make sure we, we refocus and and get back to our, uh, our, our good habits. Uh, you know, I feel... There was no panic. Uh, everything was under control, and uh, I think we uh, we responded really well after.
2: But I think this is the first time that you have played at least with the, both of them, with uh, Oscar and with uh, with Nick. Um, both of those guys are, are north, you know, very north-south kind of players. Go direct to the net. What do those two guys bring to the lines tonight to help you guys pull off that comeback?
3: Yeah, I think uh, after a few shifts, we were able to get some chemistry and uh, knowing what the, the guy's going to do with the puck is. Uh, you don't have to think out there. You just need to uh, uh, to react to what you see. So, obviously, tonight it went well. Uh, hopefully, we can keep that chemistry going and keep moving forward here.
0: I love the fact that so many of the players talked about not panicking. When you panic, you lose. They didn't panic down 3 nothing. They got the work, and they got the win, and they got the two points, and they did it over the Penguins. What a win. I can't wait for Saturday already. I love Friday's. But I can't wait for tomorrow afternoon's game. It'll be the third of three in Pittsburgh, all three in a row, this week. And then we'll be back with hopefully some of you at the Wells Fargo Center on Sunday when the Flyers take on the Washington Capitals with, albeit limited, with fans in the building 362 days later. March 10th was the last game the Wells Fargo Center had a crowd, and there'll be a limited crowd coming up on March 7th. All right, everybody, thanks for listening. Enjoy this win on this Friday. It was fun. That was a fun hockey game. It's Those are hard games to fall asleep after. But nonetheless, everybody, enjoy your Friday. We'll be back tomorrow with another brand-new episode previewing Game 3 of this three-game set, and we'll get you ready for that. So we'll talk to you on tomorrow's Flyers Daily. Baby,
1: here I am. I'm a man on the
3: scene. I can give you what you want, but you got to come home and me.